Hey everyone, welcome to the Adventures Less Travel podcast, journal entry number five. It is New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2023, and I thought it'd be fun to do a little reflection, kind of a year in review. Think about all the topics we covered, think about what went what went well, what sort of lessons we took from all the interviews. I'll give you a couple humorous anecdotes along the way, and then we can talk about what's in store for the future. So we we did cover a lot. My initial goal when I when I made this whole thing was I essentially wanted to cover four areas of adventure. It was the start to finish adventure. So those were the predefined start and end date. And then there was research, there were historical adventures, and then there were those that I call like the career-oriented adventures. So if we think back to all the episodes so far, I tried to frame the podcast where I, I kicked it off with the psychology of adventure, which was kind of an auxiliary topic, but I thought it was a really good way to kind of kind of break the ice open a little bit. And that was with uh, Paula Reed and Eric Breimer, and they they touched on some of the theoretical aspects of it, some of the practical aspects of it, and really really kind of opened the can of worms as to what what exactly is adventure and like why are humans hardwired for this insatiable curiosity and this this incessant drive to explore the world around us. And that kind of it, it kicked off it kicked off the podcast and some of the other topics to follow. I mean in terms of extreme sports, we covered ice climbing with Tyler Kempney downhill skateboarding with Adam Westfall, ultra marathons. There were a couple of them, but Sean Tracy. Uh, and then we had those traditional start to finish adventures, right? A, lot, a couple cyclists. We had Nicole Hecker, Andrew Mortensen, Caroline Subaru and Dave, David Ferguson. Uh, Damian Brown rode across the Atlantic Ocean twice on top of the seven summits and a bunch of other wild adventures that he's done. Uh, we covered some mountaineering we the, and you know recently there was the bus 142 in Alaska so there are a couple of different you know traditional adventures in that sense and then and then there were also the career oriented adventures so we had uh wildland firefighting with Katrina Moore we had sailing with Veronica Scottness shark swimming with Kaylee Grant and then military endeavors whether it was also with Sean and Rich DeRose uh, and then we touched on the research aspect, which is near and dear to my heart, uh, more of like the academic angle or, or those who their, their careers require that they undertake adventure. And that was, we had an episode with Dr. Allison Crisciatello with the Ice Core research. And then I tried, you know, it, especially with some of these journal entries, I, I tried to dive into more of the historical adventures, whether it's the Lost City of Z or Into the Wild. And then we also touched on, uh, again, more of these auxiliary topics. So like unlearning and overcoming failure and things like that. But I thought, you know, it would be interesting from the listener's point of view to kind of go under the hood and see how the how I approach this podcast, the, the order I, I mentioned this before, but the order of the guests on the show was not the, the chronological order of, of who I interviewed was not the same as those who were released. So I'm going to list out all of the guests I had on the show and I'll, to put it in perspective, I'll say what number I actually interviewed them. So for example, the first 
interview I did was with Caroline Subaru and David Ferguson, the couple that cycled around the world, broke the Guinness World Record, but they were actually the fourth episode, right? The second person I interviewed was Andrew Mortensen. He ended up being number 12. So going down the list here, Nicole Hecker, she ended up being episode number 16. Then I interviewed Rich DeRose, episode number 11. Veronica Scottness, number 14. Paula Reed, number one. Eric Breimer, number two. Adam Westfall, number three. Tyler Kempney, number six. Damian Brown, number eight. Sean Tracy, number nine. Allison Crisciatella, number five. Antonia Stocky and Laura Moeller, number 10. Katrina Moore, seven. Kylie Grant, 13. And then Ian Borowski, number 15. So as you can tell, like the order was all over the place chronologically. But as I kind of I kind of touched on this previously, that there was a method to the madness. I wanted to front load a lot of the interviews so that I could really work on some of the shorts and you know making sure that the episode quality was as good as I could get it. And really to give you a, a pretty diverse mix. If I if I just kept pounding home all the cyclists together, then you know I, I wanted to keep it interesting. So I tried to mix it up. But as you can see, like a lot of those interviews were not the same as the episode release order. And uh, a couple, a couple funny little anecdotes, um, you know, some of the slip ups or bloopers or whatever you want to call it. I, I it definitely, you know, when you start any kind of, I'll say venture, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, there's going to be a lot of hiccups, a lot of bumps in the road. So as I started doing this whole podcast thing, I learned very quickly what works, what doesn't, how to streamline my workflow, how to, you know, how to, how to really optimize the, the process of how I, you know, create these episodes. And when you're first starting the, in, in any endeavor, not just podcasting, but you know, you're going to be inundated with a, a overflow of information. You're, it's going to be information overload and you're not going to know, you know, you're going to read a bunch of things on, on the internet and it, it's going to overwhelm you. you. You're trying to sift through what you actually need and what people say you need. And that's you know, oftentimes I could be completely different. So when, when I, uh, again, Caroline and David were the, the first, the first people I interviewed and that was in London. So that was actually on my way. I, I was getting married and I was like, you know what? I have a layover in London. These people are awesome. Let me, let me just reach out and see if they're cool that they were, they definitely made me feel very relaxed and at home, uh, for, for my first interview ever. And you, if you go back and watch that episode, you could probably see how, you know, nervous I was in the beginning. Uh, but a funny little hiccup that happened was the whole introduction that I gave, probably five or six minutes into the interview, I realized that the recording button, I know I, the, the recording button never uh, hit. So we ended up having to redo the whole, the whole intro. That was, that was pretty embarrassing. And, uh, Definitely, definitely want to thank Caroline and David for their patience and their their understanding. Because if it was anyone else, it could have been a lot more mortifying for sure. Uh, and then you know another program that I used in the beginning was called Riverside. Absolutely terrible program, garbage program. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do not use Riverside. It sucks. But uh, with with Andrew Mortensen and Veronica Scottness, I, I used it. Um, for, they were the first two virtual interviews that I did. And 
for Andrew's episode, they lost one of my recordings. And for Veronica, it cut off all of her audio. So actually, the audio in Veronica's episode is from her phone. Luckily, I had the foresight to ask her to record on her phone simultaneously while we were doing our episode. But that was a total nightmare. Um, and that's actually what took Veronica's episode so long to, uh, and Andrew for that matter, it's what took them so long to produce it was I had to really, really fix the, the absolutely abysmal audio. Um, and, and going back to Caroline and David that, uh, half, half of the recording was through my phone. So if you notice the sound quality is pretty terrible, um, that's, I, I apologize. It's, it was cause it's from the phone quality audio, not the, uh, not the microphone, but again, just super thankful for all their patience. Um, and then probably the most awkward one of all was with Paula Reed, uh, because there was something, something going on with the, the internet kept cutting out and, and for whatever reason, whether it's my microphone or hers, the sound was just terrible. Like it was very difficult for us to hear each other. And again, that was, uh, another Riverside recording. So we actually had to redo that entire episode. Um, that was definitely a difficult decision. I know she was super busy and I know she had a lot going on and that was the last thing she wanted, especially because, you know, the first time around it's all fresh and, or, you know, authentic, it's an authentic conversation. So the second time I I had to do a little bit of reworking some of my questions to try to make it sound more authentic. Um, and, and again, you know, I, I thank you Paula for, allowing me to have you as the first episode to kick this off. But I think, I think the end product sounded, sounded pretty good. So that, that was definitely a learning curve, you know, and any, again, any endeavor that you, that you embark on, it's going to, you're going to have your, your hiccups along the way, right? Even if you're going on an adventure, the first couple days, the first couple weeks or whatever is all kind of getting your bearings and figuring out the process and, and you learn along the way, but that's just how it is. And that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's just definitely something that, that I had to learn firsthand for sure. Uh, but there was a lot, you know, there was a lot of different takeaways from every episode. Every person had a story to tell. I try to think of this podcast as like a library of adventure, right? Everyone has a story to tell. It's up to you to decide which, which book you want to read or which adventure you want to listen to. So, I it's it's really hard to sum it all up, but I would say the top five thing, top five lessons that I've learned along the way is as follows. The first is what I was saying. Adventure doesn't have a clear, a clearly defined definition. Adventure is in the eyes of the beholder. It takes on many forms. I mean, even the types of guests that we had on this show so far. I mean, research or start to finish adventures or career oriented professionals or you know historical adventures they're all they all have their own little secret sauce and so i tried to the best of my ability to pull out all of the different forms that it takes and i'm hoping that 2024 and the the upcoming guests that we have on the show are going to uncover even more uh definitions of adventure and then in tandem with that, I think the second takeaway was that the adventure doesn't end once you cross the finish line. You always got to keep pushing yourself to new heights. And I, I really, with every person that I've talked to, they always 
had kind of this inner dialogue of like, oh, what, do, what, you know, what comes next? What's the next adventure? What, how do I top what I just did? And I know that can be really difficult for a lot of people. And the one thing is, it doesn't, you don't have to one up yourself necessarily. You can, like Damian Brown keeps pushing the envelope. He keeps trying bigger and bigger things. Uh, you know, but something I learned from Caroline and David or even Nicole Heckers, once the adventure ends, you got to, you got to enjoy it. You got to decompress a little bit and think about, you know, what is, how can I take what I've learned and apply it to something going forward? Right. And both of those, both of those girls are doing, uh, in their own respective, right. They're doing something for either their community, giving back or teaching others. And it's really inspiring. And that, I think that is what makes some of these adventures so inspiring is that they, they do try to give back. They do try to teach others what they learned along the way. Right. Now, the the third takeaway I had is comes from uh, Antonia Staka and Laura Moeller. Uh, that that's the episode on failure and resilience, and I really really want to give my hats off to them because that they did something different than everyone else, or I guess something happened to them that didn't happen to anyone else. Is they they had to cut their adventure short, and something that Antonia said in that episode that that really resonates with me is. Failure is to never try. It's not giving up. It's not having to having to change the goalpost. It, it's the credit belongs to the person in the arena. And so to never even try to go on an adventure, that's the real failure. So it, it you know, it, it, it makes me reflect on like humans, natural propensity towards complacency. Our species tends to avoid risk and we're, but the thing is, we're way more resilient than we think. So just taking, having that little bit of courage, you know, the hardest part of going on a run is tying your shoes. So it whether you're a Sherpa in Mount Everest or whether you're someone in New York City or somewhere in rural part of the world, just take that adventure, you know, and, and you can define it in your own way. It could be however, however you want to cross your own threshold, set your own, your own goal and, and, you know, take the bull by the horns. And then number four, kind of in conjunction with that is hold curiosity at the forefront of everything you do. The, the whole point of adventure is not for fame. It's not for what other people think. It's, it's really to uncover your own insights as to what is on the other side of that door. If I open it, Everyone should be a curious George. Everyone should think about how how they can change their worldview or change their perception of something if they just they just experience it for themselves. And that leads to the the last lesson, number five. Unlearn everything. I really really love this last episode with Nicole, and I think of all the conversations, this is the one that has definitely got me thinking the most about my own perspective in my own worldview and my own life in general. Like we're so conditioned to think based off of what other people tell us. But if you actually take that step and you actually go out and embark on your own adventure and figure it out for yourself, that's the best way to learn. I, I know something my seventh grade teacher told me, and it might not, you know, it might not apply as much today with, you know, AI and all this other stuff changing what we see on TV or whatever. But 
the his his quote was believe none of what you hear some of what you read and all of what you see now let's assume that everything you see is not on your phone screen and it's what you see in real life if you see it you are the best judge of character you're the best judge of what happens around you and that experience that's where wisdom comes from right so that really to me of of everything i've learned on this podcast and this applies to the podcast itself is just unlearn everything like start from first principles start from okay this is i have a goal i have something in mind these are the challenges i foresee but you're not going to you're not going to know until you actually experience them so you have to just kind of take that plunge so there's been a lot a lot that i've learned personally and i've i really hope that you all as listeners have have taken something away from the 16 episodes we've had so far. I've had a bunch of fun doing this. It's only it's not even a full year. We start we kicked this thing off on April 15th, but so far 2023 has been awesome and I really enjoy if nothing else. I love these conversations that I had with these people. They're so inspiring and I'm really hoping that the next, you know, what's to come in the future is going to be equally inspiring. So on that note, what do we have to look forward to in 2024? What kind of goals am I, am I hoping to achieve? Well, there's four main things, I guess five. The first is to, like I just said, just keep, keep the carousel spinning of, of interesting episodes and interesting people to talk to with very diverse backgrounds and different experiences. And uh, so that's number one. And then also something I thought might be fun is I've done a whole bunch of reading on a lot of the guests that I have on the show. And and a lot of them have books that are surprisingly very well written. So I thought it'd be fun to have an adventure book club where anytime I read a book about adventure, I'll post about it. Uh, I might have some videos that kind of, you know, like book reviews, things like that. I thought that might be fun for the the book nerds out there. Um, then the second or the third thing I thought would be gear lists. So I've been dancing around this for quite some time, but uh, I, 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 I've done a bike trip from New York City to Alaska in 2019. And I learned a lot about that, but I, I, I realized that a lot of people want to go on adventures, but don't really know where to start. They don't know what kind of gear to get. And I guess this is kind of contradicting what I said about unlearning everything, but you do kind of need a starting point. Uh, so I thought making gear lists or recommendations of of things to consider, uh, I th- I just feel like that might help someone in some form or fashion. Uh, and then kind of in tandem with that, number four, I thought I could tailor some of these journal entries to actually help you prepare for adventure. Uh, I know there was one where we talked about the woman who got lost in the Appalachian Trail and what she could have done better. But also really honing in on what what exactly do you need to think about based off of different adventures, right? Because different excursions require different preparedness. So I just thought, you know, I could walk through some of those and I could even have a uh, like an ask me anything segment where, where you all can ask your own questions and I can try to answer those in some of these journal entry segments. And then uh, the last thing that I've been I've been thinking about is, uh, this, I guess really applies to YouTube specifically, but making shorter segments of episodes for some of the highlights 
of the episode. So if you don't have the hour to listen to the whole thing, you can, you know, you can listen to five or 10 minute segments of the most important parts. So that's my goals. That's what I hope to accomplish. If you have any suggestions, I'm begging you with tears in my eyeballs to give me feedback. That's always going to be the best way to help improve this podcast. Uh, but in terms of what's on the future, what's on the horizon, uh, some of the, 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 this is what I got. So I talked with uh, a professor in London about volcano exploration. That was pretty cool. He also, so he's a volcanologist and he's actually been to North Korea, which was really interesting because uh, I personally don't know anyone who's ever gone there. Uh, so that's a really fun, that was a fun conversation. That'll be, that'll be on the, um, on the radar very soon. And then also I have uh, two different cave divers. One is a cave diver who uh, has done some diving in Antarctica and some really cool stuff there. She's super uh, accomplished in the cave diving world. And so we'll kind of talk about what what is the allure of cave diving? Why do people do it? It's a terrifying, terrifying activity. It has I think it has the highest death rate of any you know extreme sport. And then the other cave diver is a body rescue and recovery specialist. So he actually, when things don't go well, uh, he's the one that they call and he has some pretty wild stories uh, about his experience. Um, there's, a, there's a guy who ran, literally ran across the, uh, the U.S. Uh, so that's going to be a really fun episode. Young guy, really cool guy. I uh, got a professional kayaker on the horizon. He's he's at Red Bull, so that'll be fun. Um, and then another another person from London. London just has, is chock full of adventures. But they uh, but this guy he's an, he's another extreme adventurer similar to Damien, and just has a laundry list of really cool feats that he's accomplished over his life. Um, and he also has a very interesting book that I'll I'll go over. Uh, what else we got? Um, uh, someone who's traveling through the Darien Gap. So if you remember from Andrew Mortensen's episode, he rode his bike from Nia Bay, Washington, down to the tip of Patagonia. And the only part of that entire journey that he wasn't able to go through was the Darien Gap. It's an extremely dangerous part of Central America. It actually connects Central America to South America. And it's aside from the environmental dangers of the wildlife and the disease and every other thing, it's controlled by gangs and, um, you know, cartel activity. So that's, you know, going through that is very extremely dangerous. And so I, I managed to get a hold of someone who's actually, as we speak, he's going through it right now. Uh, and then a couple other adventures throughout history. I kind of want to focus more in more of like a biographical context uh, Theodore Roosevelt, he's one of my, you know, heroes. Uh, there's a very good book called River of Doubt by Candace Millard uh, that outlines Theodore Roosevelt's journey through the River of Doubt in South America uh, way back in the early 1900s. He almost died many times, and it kind of outlines that whole trip. Uh, there's another book. It's called Madhouse at the End of the Earth. This is another one of my favorite books. Uh, this is about uh, the journey to uh, Antarctica, it was one of the first journeys down there back when it was the, the, I think it's called the golden age of exploration in the early 1900s. And then also, uh, you know, last on, on the list here is uh, the 
travels of Marco Polo. So Marco Polo was one of the first people to traverse the Silk Road, and talk. And you know that book goes into the details of his uh, his expedition. So that'll be that'll be good. And then finally, I'll get around to my own bike trip. I'll have an episode on that. So that's it for uh, this short uh, this this journal entry. And um, I wish you all an incredible New Year's Eve. And I hope 2023 was as good as it was for me. And I, I wish nothing but the best for 2024, full of adventure. And hopefully, for those who haven't embarked yet, who haven't taken the plunge, I hope 2024 is the year that you finally embark on your own adventure. So, all right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Take care.